When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. On the Texas A&M Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, this is Studio 12, your podcast home for Texas A&M athletics. Studio 12 is driven by your Texas Ford dealers. Ford is built to lend a hand. Your Texas Ford dealer can assist with home delivery and other vehicle service options. Let us do our part and help take care of you. Well, it's Will Johnson and Andrew Monaco with you on a Wednesday edition of Studio 12. And as always, during these times, the shelter-in-place days, you might call it, uh, we record Studio 12s on our phones from our homes. And when we're in studio doing a live show, it's usually just one cup of afternoon coffee, Andrew. But... We actually video these things just so we can all see each other and feel like, you know, we're around each other. But obviously on Studio 12, you just get the audio. But you had a video of uh, your morning coffee since we taped in the yeah. morning on a flash show. And that, that pot was pretty hefty. I'll say yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Was all that for you or did Laura get Oh, it? it's all for me. Yeah, I'm the only coffee drinker in the house. So that is all for me. And that lasts good part of the day oh yeah that's I, you know what it's nice to be ambulatory because normally we're tethered with those headphones and when that cup's gone i 
I look at it longingly when we're in the studio here. I can ignore <laughs> what you're saying. Go pour a cup, come back, and pick up where you left off. <laughs> Silver linings, right? <laughs> Everybody's looking for positives these days, and you have found a bit. <laughs> Got to have a glimmer of hope, my friend. You have That's to have right. some kind of glimmer. <laughs> That's right. Everybody, you been, you been good? Day whatever of quarantine. I've lost count. I don't, I don't count anymore. It's no. a little bit like Groundhog Day. Yeah, every day has it's a lot day. like it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Only thing, yeah, I, you know what? If I start putting Sunny and Cher on my, on my alarm <laughs> clock. On alarm clock in the morning. <laughs> By day whatever, you just beat the thing to, to pieces. <laughs> Yeah, I joked, with you, I joked with you last time, and I think I joked with you with Ross. It's like, you know what? Could it make it any tougher for you as a football fan, as an Aggie, as an Aggie football fan, to have to go through this while you wait for football to start back up again? It's like it's been a cruel twist to you. Well, there, there's, there's been some difficulty in all this. Don't, don't worry about that. <laughs> But uh, it, but we it, it, but we got teased this got week. <laughs> we got it, teased it this week, didn't we? <laughs> We're all going to come out better for this, right? That's right. There will be some some strength for all of us on the other end. <laughs> we're going to appreciate. I think we're going to appreciate everything a little bit more. That's just I, me. I told that. I mean, the day you get to reconvene at a Kyle Field or a Reed Arena or a Bluebell Park or Dave. I think we'll all do that when we turn to an athletic venue on this campus. Yeah, yeah. I, and then that's that's going to be sweet. I and, and it again it I think back to what you said. If if you could quarantine for a month <laughs> to have SEC football <laughs> you're exactly right. And I think that's that's what's leaving that glimmer of hope for people saying, you know what, let's do the right thing now. So uh, we can en we can enjoy all this, and you know what? Hopefully, there are those little glimmers of hope of people family time. Will I can't tell you the number of families that I've seen that have been walking together or biking together, just that together time. And I I know families now are together a ton, but you know what? Maybe they found some activities that they can do together, and I think that's also maybe some appreciation of you know put the world on pause and have people kind of look around and, and see some of the joys that they have that they may have taken for granted. I don't know. You know me. I'm ever the optimist. I kind of hope some okay. of that will, will happen for all this, too. That's well said, friend. And it's, it's happening here. I see it happen in our neighborhood all across College Station. And I know it's happening across the country and the world, too. So it's, it's never a terrible thing to just slow it down, spend some time with family, and occasionally hit the reset button. I agree. I agree. And, and I, you know, to, to talk specifically to our business, you know, we get taken away from our families at times. Uh, not that they don't appreciate what we do, nor some of the advantages that they get from what we do. But it is nice to, you know, if nothing else, stepping out, caring. Uh, I've gotten some texts from friends I haven't talked about who are, who are talked with and they're like, hey, how have you been? I've been thinking about you. Same thing with family. It's been so much easier now to stay in touch and see faces, whatever uh, way you want to do that. So, yeah, like I said, it's you, you got to make the most of it, uh, and 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 hopefully that's what that's what we're doing. But um, 
as, as we were talking before our show started, I, I certainly hope we start seeing a little light at the end of the tunnel uh, and find a way back to whatever the new normal is going to be uh, as, we, as, we get, as we get towards that point. I know it's still a way away, but I feel like we're creeping a little bit closer. I'm with you. I am with you. So uh, with that said, Andrew, we've got a, a good one in store for you today. Studio 12, driven by your Texas Ford dealers. Uh, we will hear from Ross Bjork, our AD. He has been so fantastic as far as, <laughs> as he put it, visible leadership. We need it in a time mm -hmm. like this. And, and he has spoken often and very clearly about his thoughts on what we're going through. We had him on the Aggie Town Hall on Monday, which comes to you courtesy of CHI St. Joseph. And we're going to play that for you today, the Aggie Town Hall from Monday. Also, uh, one of your conversations on the podcast with Mark French, basketball player. Going to hear that as well today. And Mark French, just to say he's a guy you can rally behind and root for, is it's a bit of an understatement. I, I think the world of this kid, and, and you know what? Um, we got to watch him play, and some of us will probably be working for him someday. Uh, it's just, <laughs> I, and, you know, it's, it's funny. It's the second conversation I, had to, I got to do with him. We did one last year and, and this year. And um, interesting, you know, as he says, he's a BK guy. He's a Billy Kennedy guy because Billy brought him in uh, and then Buzz. And I found it fascinating how he – describes both Billy Kennedy and Buzz Williams. I found it fascinating that here's a walk-on who wore that scout team jersey his, his freshman and sophomore years. And wouldn't you know it, he was wearing that scout team jersey as a senior. There is a selflessness to him about how do you make the team better. Uh, totally understood the, the walk-on. He talked about he almost quit he talks about <laughs> wearing that number 12 and what it means and and really in a bigger picture at texas a&m it's just I, I i've enjoyed talking with him on <clears throat> on the bus on the plane before games after games and and I, I was i was happy to to have another conversation with him hey along the lines of uh, hoops andrew uh, did you see some of the news that's dropping sources say November of 2021, Aggie basketball at the Maui Invitational. Ooh, we knew that was in the rotation. It's the Bahamas this year, and you better believe I'm trying to coordinate travel between there right. and Kyle Field. But Maui, you know, you're always in a rotation, and Maui, and you know what? We might have to take the entire crew, and even the football crew, to that one, don't we? <laughs> we, we, we will all guys? gladly <laughs> – handle the travel load <laughs> to get Bahamas, Hawaii, and Aggie football all in once. We, we can do – it's imperative that Studio 12 be on site for all of those. Yeah. With, with Dave Elmendorf. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's, oh, I, I've often thought about this, to tell you the truth. Um, I think there's a buzz appeal. I think that not just having Texas A&M, I think there's that appeal uh, because A&M has done so well in those tournaments in the past. And it really is almost a rotation. But I think there's that appeal to have a Buzz Williams at those 
tournaments also because you either have that, that tournament or those other coaches or someone involved has been touched by Buzz Williams and having him there and usually with some great, great coaches, um, I, I think really adds that appeal. And I think that appeal just went up from this past season because I think their trajectory is up for this team. So uh, I, th I think, you know, the, the Aggies become much more, much more attractive now to these tournaments. Certainly so. So attractive locations also, Bahamas, Hawaii, Battle for Atlantis, Maui Invitational, the Aggie basketball program on the up and up under Buzz Williams. So we're underway. Studio 12 driven by your Texas Ford dealers. More coming on the other side of the break. We've got Andrew with a conversation with Aggie basketball player Mark French. Also, you're going to hear from our AD Ross Bjork, the town hall that we did with him on Monday. Back in a bit on The Zone. Welcome back to the Wednesday edition of Studio 12. It's driven by your Texas Ford dealers. And in this segment, we will bring you a portion of our athletic director, Ross Bjork's weekly Aggie Town Hall. That is presented by CHI St. Joseph Health. Every Monday, Ross is going to answer questions uh, brought to him by you, the 12th man, the Aggie fans. You can do that at 12thman.com slash askross. And you can also do it uh, by using the hashtag askross on Twitter. Also, questions can be taken on Facebook, as that will air on Facebook every Monday afternoon. So keep an eye out for that as well. So here is this week's edition of Aggie Town Hall, featuring our Director of Athletics, Ross Bjork. But there was some uniform talk that our quarterback <laughs> and our AD engaged in on Twitter. Well, once the quarterback says it, the AD predicts there's going to be some chatter, and he was dead on with this list of questioning I have right here for Ross Bjork today. <laughs> well, you know, I was uh, I was missing Kellen, you know, so much that I'm glad he tweeted that, and I figured that we'd have a little fun and uh, throw that out there. And uh, nothing nothing like off-season uh, uniform rumors, and that spurred on, you know, message board threads, I'm sure, and, you know, posts and tweets and you got to have a little fun in, uh, in this uh, situation that we're in. So thanks to Kellen. Good job, buddy. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, I was going to, I was going to pull it up on my phone here. That was a, no, I'm just kidding. Oh. Um, we, we, we have a plan uh, to unveil, you know, what our new uniforms will, will look like. Obviously uh, given the current situation, we, we hope that they're shipped. One, we hope they're produced the right way. We hope they're shipped, obviously, given the, the current environment, uh, since these are made uh, overseas. But uh, we, we do have some plans, in the, in the, I think, in the coming weeks uh, with some content planning uh, just to show Aggie fans, you know, what our new uniforms will look like. So I just can't do it, you know, on my phone. I can't do it over a tweet. Can't do it that way. We've got to do something cool. So uh, our folks are uh, working on that. So, Ross, the first three questions that were replied to you this week, one was from Hayden, yeah. just an all-caps uniform update. <laughs> from PK, can you give us yeah. more information on these potential new uniforms? And then from Burner, drop the unis in all-caps with the fire emoji. So, you yeah. kind of got three people asking the same question, but I want to go to Cody Blaine because he kind of gets in-depth when he replied to you on Twitter. He said – do you have to approve uniform designs? What does this process look like? 
and how do we make sure Adidas gets the uniform right? Great, great question. You know, Matt Watson, who's uh, one of the best equipment guys that I've been around uh, in, in my travels in college athletics, you know, he really spearheads the process, works with the Adidas team, obviously works with our football program. Uh, we get some input from, you know, coaching staff, you know, a few players as well. Our marketing folks are involved, you know, because you, you want this to be a retail component as well. So it, it's layered. Uh, but that's really how it works. And, uh, you know, I think part of the, how do we make sure Adidas gets it right? I mean, we give them the, the ultimate design. It, it, there's an input process that we go through. And then ultimately we say, that's it. That's the one we want to go with. And so that's how the process works. But, but Matt Watson will give him uh, all the credit in the world for spearheading everything. And we think uh, Aggie fans are going to be really thrilled and it's going to be exciting as these things are unveiled. Ross Joel for his uh, part of the Fighting Texas Aggie class of 2013 out of Kingsville. He said there's there are talks of starting the football season later than August. It's been uh, it's been really the topic. I think um, you know once we got through all the spring sport cancellation and some of the eligibility you know conversations, you know everyone is pointing towards the fall as we go into uh, you know these late spring and early summer months and. You know, I was really excited to see earlier today that the PGA Tour announced some dates uh, for some major golf tournaments. I think that's a great sign. I'm, I'm reading things about, you know, Premier League soccer and, and startup. You, you see uh, things happening in the NBA where they're having conversations. You know, everyone's anticipating that we're going to start up. We know that this is going to be, you know, uh, something that does go away and that we can get back to our normal lives. And so there's all kinds of really planning and conversations going on right now about modified seasons. Truncated has been a word that's been thrown out, you know, delayed, things like that. To me, it's, you know, it's only April the, the 6th right now. It's way too early. Uh, we've seen a lot of data come out today about maybe the curve is will hit us uh, sooner. Mm -hmm. So that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. Right. So all this social distancing that we're now into the fourth week of, at least from, from my standpoint, um, these things are working. And so uh, there's lots of conversations happening right now. We, we don't know the, the, the answers, uh, but we're ready to pivot and adapt and prepare our players and prepare our fans and our university. And it's a, it's a big decision um, when we talk about these things, because it's not just athletics. It's really, you know, how does the university operate? How do our normal students, you know, come back to class? And so it's very layered, uh, but th that's part of the process of, of what we're talking about really on a daily basis at this point. Sticking with that, Ross, we got a few questions last week from Facebook uh, that we didn't quite get okay. to all of them. And Travis Reese asked a question along the lines of this topic, uh, going down to the bottom part of his question, uh, he asks, after will the coronavirus affect the upcoming football season, he asks, are all the athletes healthy right now, and do you think the virus could affect attendance at upcoming games in the fall or beyond? Yeah, you know, we, um, we're, we're monitoring our, our student-athletes from a health and safety perspective right now. There's a lot of Zoom calls. There's a lot of FaceTime calls. Our coaches are staying plugged in. Our trainers are staying plugged in. We did have some athletes that were rehabbing injuries. And so we're making sure that they're in the right position to, to overcome those injuries and to get back on track in a, in a healthy way. So that, that's occurring. So there are some distance rehab. There's also some student athletes who are still here in College Station 
uh, rehabbing as well. So we're paying attention to, to all of that um, a, as we speak. So it's ongoing. The, the rehabilitation, the monitoring is all ongoing right now, and we're, we're keeping track of it in this virtual world. Ross Mason Pruitt uh, went to 12thman.com slash askross. You can also use the Ask Ross hashtag on Twitter. And Mason's the class of 2022 here in College Station asks, do you plan on making the Arkansas game go back to a home-and-home -home series instead of at AT&T Stadium? So it's a great question. You know, it's something that uh, kind of hit my plate, you know, right when I first got here about the future of, of that series. And, and my, my conversation at that time uh, and my response was we should have every SEC home game here on our campus. So every other year, obviously, we're playing a, you know, quote unquote, SEC home game at AT&T Stadium. And, that, and that's been you know, a, a good setup when I got started. It was a non-conference game. But now that we're in the conference, we should have every game at home. And so when that uh, contract expires in 2000, after the 2024 season, our position will be that that game should be played uh, on campus. Arkansas has some challenges on, on their side. They play a game in Little Rock. They have this game in, in Dallas. I believe they want more home games as well. So over the next couple of years, we'll, we'll have a final decision on that. But that's my anticipation that we should have every SEC home game on our campus. Uh, that's what our fans deserve. That's why we built the stadium that we have. And uh, that's our plan when that contract expires. Good question. Speaking of uh, Kyle Field, uh, we've got a question from San Diego, California. It's from Brandon, class of 2017. Should we expect to see any changes to Kyle Field this mm. year? And he ends with thanks and a big giggle. Yeah, you know, those are questions that are, that are somewhat pending right now. We had some uh, plans to maybe look at some signage, you know, inventory, you know, some digital upgrades in a few areas, uh, things like that. Uh, you know, changing out a few of our, you know, concessions and, and those sort of things. Uh, we need to upgrade a, a few infrastructure things related to, you know, concessions. But right now, given the, the financial uncertainty, you know, a lot of those things are on pause right now. And so uh, we hope that we can engage in some upgrades. Uh, but right now, given the uncertainties, we don't anticipate anything uh, major uh, at this point in time. Ross, along those lines, John Pascaret asked on Facebook, uh, you, you talked about whether it's upgrades at Kyle. He said also any thoughts to share on Reed improvements or an Olsen expansion? If that is still on pause, do you still kind of look ahead with everyone in facilities and, and try to plan things out for the future? Great, great questions. And, and really, yes, there, there are plans. We have tons of ideas. Uh, we have lots of things that we've studied already since I, I've been here, and we want to keep studying those things and, and really do a lot of the, the internal work. And so really how we're approaching our facility projects is let's keep planning, let's keep putting concepts on the table, but anything in a public way, any capital campaigns, you know, seating plans, you know, revenue generation, you know, given the circumstances, you know, we need to set those on the shelf. Uh, but again, the internal planning, the preparation of the logistics of everything, we want to keep those things going. We want to keep our architects engaged. We don't want to lose thought processes and things like that. So that's how we'll approach it. We'll, we'll plan internally, but then the public phase, we'll just have to sit there a little while. 
until we know what the, the, the certainty looks like, how we open back up, what the financial situation is. We want to be very sensitive. So that's how we'll look at any uh, sort of long-term, you know, major projects at this point in time. Well, we knew uh, this young man would arrive and find out about these Aggie Town Halls soon enough. And uh, he's a good friend of our program, always at the coaches' shows with Andrew. He's sent in questions to you on Studio 12. But Ian Curtis has caught on to the Town Halls today, the young man from College Station. He wants to know, Ross, who was the person you were most glad to meet during your career as an athlete? Wow. Well, wow, that's, uh, that's a hard one because I, I've been fortunate to be around some, some really, you know, cool people, you know, amazing people, leaders, uh, et cetera. But I, I'll, I'll take uh, Ian to uh, uh, hopefully make it a quick story. So when I was at UCLA, I was the senior associate athletic director, really the number two person. And uh, we were getting a, a visit from uh, Jackie Robinson's family, his, uh, his widow, uh, Rachel Robinson, and they, their son, David Robinson, lives in Africa. And he actually is a coffee farmer. And David had never been to the campus at UCLA. And it was, uh, it was the 60th uh, anniversary of Jackie Robinson breaking the color barrier in Major League Baseball. So the Dodgers were doing a bunch of things. UCLA was involved in it, obviously, with Jackie Robinson playing there, uh, you know, track and football and basketball and baseball at UCLA. So great history there with the Robinsons. And so um, I was giving uh, David Robinson a tour of our athletic facilities. And a lot of things had changed, but one thing had not changed is the location of the track and field stadium was really in the same spot that it was in when Jackie Robinson competed at UCLA. And we're sitting there, we're standing on the track and David Robinson looked at me and he said, uh, do you mind if I take a lap around the track? And I'm like, of course. I mean, holy cow. So he, he took off his shoes and he ran a lap barefooted around that track facility. And as he comes around at the end of the lap, he's, he's crying. Like he is just losing it. He's so emotional. And he's like, I can't believe I'm, you know, running on the same track as my father. And it still gives me goosebumps because I remember it. I remember him crying. I remember how emotional the whole family was. And so, you know, no one really knows who David Robinson is. They know his father. Um, but that's, that's one of the coolest things that I've ever seen because of the historical significance of Jackie Robinson breaking the color barrier and just doing so many things for our society and really allowing us to, to be where we are in, in today's world. It uh, was really a cool moment. And um, so just to have that experience and to see that and to be there, uh, to witness that was, was so cool. Uh, so that, that's something that really stands out when you talk about, you know, who have you met along the way? Uh, I've been very, very fortunate, Ian. So keep asking those very challenging questions. Ian uh, keeps us on our toes. That's for sure. All right, again, our Aggie Town Halls every Monday featuring our Director of Athletics, Ross Bjork. You can ask questions yourself, 12thman.com slash askross to participate in that each and every week. More Studio 12 coming at you next after this on The Zone. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. 
Not available in Alaska or California, subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows all state to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois. Studio 12 is driven by your Texas Ford dealers. Ford is built to lend a hand. Your Texas Ford dealer can assist with home delivery and other vehicle service options. Let us do our part and help take care of you. Studio 12 rolling along on a Wednesday. Up next, we have a portion of our conversations piece where Andrew Monaco visits with Aggie student athletes and coaches. A uh, really long form interview about a lot more than just the sports they play. This instance is basketball. Senior Mark French sat down with Andrew a couple of weeks ago. Uh, this full interview is available on our podcast, 12thman.com slash podcast. You can download that if you dig into the archive, a couple shows, and you can find it there. But a really fun interview with senior guard Mark French from this episode of Conversations. You have to be perfect. As a walk-on, you have to be perfect mm -hmm. every day, don't you? Not just the games. Absolutely perfect. And, um, and that... That takes on so many forms, Andrew. You know, you and I have discussed it many times just on the bus to the to the plane or, or whatever. But the first couple of years, I mean, I, I knew I could play, but I'm sitting there holding, you know, a dummy pad or running the scout team. And um, it it takes a certain amount of humility. And um, honestly, that it's been a blessing to have that dose of humility um, been put into me. But um, at some point, you do. You just got to – you got to be clicking every day. You, there's no time for an attitude. There's no, you can't have an off day. Um, and I think at a certain point, it just has to become part of who you are. And so um, I think, and that gets rewarded, you know, junior, senior years typically for walk-ons. But I'm going to, I'm going to give everyone a peek behind the curtain. You were still doing that your senior year. Yeah. Well, you know, it was crazy. I think, better. Hey, Andrew, I, I think it's, this will uh, the people listening will get a kick out of this. I think there was one day where I was running scout team for shoot around, and then I started in the game. <laughs> and I was like, "What are we doing here?" But uh, no, I, I really don't mind, and actually, I enjoy doing scout team. It just means I get to shoot every time. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, no, it, it's good. You learn the team's plays, and um, to some extent, like I, I never wanted to get away from you know. Um, even when I began playing junior year, I never wanted to get away from who I was my freshman and sophomore year. And um, I, I didn't want to change as a person. I, you know, I, I wanted to have that same humility, that same authenticity, um, the same, you know, put others first mentality. And I think I really, I really, really tried and I, hopefully I was successful, but in my junior and senior years, as I began to play to, keep that up and be the same person. And um, I, I really think I, I did my best at that. I'm big on team identity. Is that when this team started to, to learn, adopt, and play with an identity? Yeah, and um, absolutely. I think it was, you know, we, we knew we probably weren't going to typically be the most talented team on the floor. So what did, what did we have to do? We had to make it a dog fight. And so um, I think one thing I've learned, Andrew, is that, you know, they say that, after mastery comes simplification. And the one thing I'm really proud of this staff that they did, they simplified things. Um, on offense, to tell you the truth, we didn't do much other than our motto was just get the ball on the rim and then everyone go get. 
all of our uh, offensive rebounders just go crash the glass. All of our plays were somewhat designed to put those guys in good positions for when the shot goes up, hey, they can go get it. And so I think we simplified offense to that. And then on, just as a whole, we simplified it to, okay, just make it a dogfight. And um, if we do that, we're going to have a chance. And so um, once we kind of figured that out, it's crazy. Shots start falling and just everything kind of started flowing. Mark, this group likes one another. How valuable is that to winning? Uh, in, it's invaluable. Um, it, you can't put a, a price tag on it. Um, I, you know, at the someone asked me the other day. I was on one of the. I was on a call or something, and I said that I've never been a part of a team that had this this type of cohesion. Um, especially, particularly at the end of the year, Andrew, we. Heading into Nashville, I, we were just so focused. Everyone knew their roles. Everything was defined. We knew what we had to do. Um, everyone liked each other. There was no resentment. It was just like, wow, like, this is incredible. Like, the cohesion, the just togetherness, and um, it was really special. It was really special. I wish we could have had the opportunity to play in Nashville because I don't think anyone would have wanted to see us. Last year as a junior, it was after practice, if I'm not mistaken, you were awarded a scholarship from Billy Kennedy. Yeah. This year, how did everybody realize that there's no way Buzz was going to forget a charge in a game in your <laughs> room? I don't know how they kept that secret. <laughs> yeah, you know, they, they had that plan, and I thought that was really cool. Um, you know, they did a good job last year, but this year was really special, and um, – the way, you know, the charge board, I think it was actually my first charge of the year, which I'm a little disappointed in. But anyways, it's, uh, I guess it was against Ole Miss, took the charge the next day in film or um, we might have had an off day. So two days later, um, I guess it was early in the morning. We typically do film and uh, we're going over uh, just some stats and stuff from the game and we keep up with charges. So uh, they made, made a little video and um, I guess, you know, oh, no, Coach French actually took a charge, and then they, they threw the video up, and then every time we take a charge, we get a pair of socks, and we get them out of this box. So they bring the box over to me. Um, up, I sit on the, the top row um, just so the young guys can sit closer and be attentive. And uh, I reach in the sock, the sock box, um, and there's a sheet of paper, and I get it out, and I read it. Oh, you've been put on scholarship. And, you know, it was just really cool to see everyone go crazy and – I always said I said it last year, Andrew, and I'll say it this year. The way that everyone in that uh, room in that video responded to me reading that out loud means way more to me than the uh, the money or tuition getting paid. Like that, that's just priceless because it means that the relationships I was pouring into it means that you know they were real and genuine, and that um, you know I built up some tr some level of trust. So. Um, it was just really special, and, you know, I'm just so thankful for these four years. You describe – you have played for Billy Kennedy. You call him my guy. <laughs> you have played for Buzz. <laughs> this is really interesting, though. You call both of them givers, don't you? No, they are. Um, and givers in their in their own way, and they're both authentic. They're both genuine, like you just said. Um, and they stay true to themselves, and they've obviously both had incredibly successful careers, and – I think I'll take bits and pieces and um, even chunks from each of them. So uh, it's been really cool to, I mean, I think it's 
uh, I've been so lucky because I got to see two leadership styles. So I'm, I'm learning a lot, you know, um, and it, coach, will, coach Kennedy obviously gave me my chance here at A&M and I'll always be so thankful for him, who he is as a person, also who he is as a coach. I'm tired of people saying, Oh, well, he's a great guy. No, he's a great coach too. Um, and then buzz, obviously our personalities click. Everyone knows the confrontational aggressive style is much more my, um, kind of stream. And so that was a blessing to have senior year, having a coach that is about seeing the unseen. That's one of our catchphrases. And, um, if there's ever a player that needed a coach to see the unseen and have the audacity to not care what people think it was me. Right. And so it was kind of a match made in heaven in that regard. So, um, just really thankful for both men. They're both givers. Um, I think all great leaders are great givers. Um, and so, you just learn so much from two different leadership styles that both work. Um, but obviously just overwhelmed with thankfulness for each of them. I asked you also then about the number 12 and you were quick to bring up your buddy, Braden white, who was blown away by the honor. And I, and, and I know it's huge. It's what Jackie Sherrill did here and, and 12 for football is, is immense. But I, I, I wanted to get your thought as well. Um, about about wearing the number 12 at Texas A&M. I know it's for basketball, but it's still special, isn't it? Yeah, no, and uh, I'm glad you asked because I, I want to be the first to say that it needs to be all about football. Like, I don't want, <laughs> I don't want any of that recognition. Um, obviously, like, I'm very aware of the entire 12th man story. Um, I think it's very fitting um, just for A&M as a whole, but um, even individually, um, guys like Braden or myself, um, it's really cool and it's an honor, but that's a football thing, you know, Andrew, and I don't know where A&M could go in the future in terms of branching that out to other sports, um, but I want that to be all about football. I want Braden White to get all the recognition. Um, I, I think for bass, it is special though. Like you think about, you know, the bonfire and the 12 people who passed away um, that night, you think about, you know, Jackie Sherrill and going all the way back to um, the beginnings and uh, just A&M as a, as a school, the culture um, and helping one another. Um, it, it does mean a lot. And I, I understand that the 12 holds a lot of weight around here, but I also understand that that needs to be filtered towards football in terms of recognition. And so I'd love for it if other sports could pick up on it. I think football should always come first in that regard um but I do I would love to you know I'm thinking about like hey it'd be cool to like pass that down at basketball and you know kind of make it a little club and I don't know what Buzz would think about that but um there's a couple guys on the team right now who are walk-ons that you know I would think about you know they would garner it really well so I don't know what that looks like um but obviously it's meant a lot to me um because I understand the story um and I think it, it fits me in a way um, so like I said, just really thankful. And uh, I do understand the magnitude of it, but I think football needs to get all the recognition in that regard. All right. Andrew Monaco visiting with Mark French, previous episode of conversations. And as always, you can get this on our podcast, 12 man.com slash podcast. You can subscribe for free. You can also search Texas A&M athletics on your favorite podcast app and subscribe for free today. Coming back with more Studio 12 when we return after this on The Zone.
fans, we invite you to help support the partners that support the 12th man in this time. 12thman.com slash partners has a list of all of our uh, sponsors that are open for business in whatever way they're available to. This is a food and, and grocery partners, uh, 12thman.com slash partners, uh, if you'd like to help support those who support the 12th man. Welcome back to the Wednesday edition of Studio 12. Matt Simon with you here wrapping up this show. I want to tell you about something that's coming up uh, this evening, by the way, right here on The Zone. This is a brand new feature, which I think is really cool. It is a uh, classic football game re-airs. One's going to air every Wednesday at 6 here on The Zone, and then another one will air every Saturday at noon, also here on The Zone. These are going to rotate uh, throughout the spring, looking back at some of the, the great games of, of recent time. And uh, tonight's, I think we're starting out with a pretty good one, the uh, Alabama 2012 game. This is a game broadcast uh, essentially in its entirety. You can tune in and listen to the rebroadcast of uh, that classic game coming up on Saturday. I believe it's the LSU 7 overtime game that will be available for fans to listen to. So that's here on The Zone and also on RadioAggieland.com, Wednesdays, at six o'clock and then Saturdays at noon is when these will air. These are brought to you by your Texas Ford dealers uh, on that, uh, in that segment. These will also be available on our podcast. So if you subscribe to that, you'll be able to download it there as well, but definitely tune in tonight. It's gonna be a fun one as the Aggies in Alabama from 2012, the Johnny football game where A&M beat number one ranked Crimson Tide in Tuscaloosa. Another feature we're starting up here on Studio 12 and also on our podcast uh, will actually debut this Friday. And the plan is every Friday here on Studio 12, we will bring you a special feature called Aggies in 60. Andrew Monaco has uh, cut down some of the uh, Aggies' big basketball wins this year and football games as well and cut them into a little, uh, I like to call it digestible block there, one hour broadcast of those games cut down to fit within the uh, window of the show so it's a fun way to kind of listen back at the best moments of those games Aggies and 60 the plan is every Friday here on Studio 12 you'll be able to listen to a new uh, Aggies and 60 segment uh, this Friday I believe it is the Aggies uh, win over Auburn uh, that was back in early March the Aggies sort of signature win to kind of put a stamp on the season then they would come back uh, and beat Arkansas at Reed Arena to wrap up the regular season. And as we didn't know at the time, the whole season in general. But uh, Aggies in 60 is going to air every Friday is the plan here on Studio 12. So you can tune in uh, for those. And we will also, of course, make those available on our podcast. Uh, you hear us talking a lot about podcasts on our show. Uh, some of the features we have uh, going for you really all year long, but uh, maybe more amplified right now during the uh, quarantine. We have a recall podcast where Will will catch up with a former Aggie uh, football great uh, from time to time and uh, get their, you know, where they are, what they're doing now, and their thoughts on the program currently. That is called Recall. Uh, he's also got another one that fits inside of Studio 12 here. We're kind of calling it Catching Up. He's caught up with uh, Kellen Mond and Max Wright so far. He's going to try to catch a current Aggie player, especially during this time of quarantine. And limited activity to kind of get their uh, get an update to the fans on what they're up to as well. Andrew Monaco, as you heard earlier, talking to Mark French, he is going to continue his episodes of conversations with uh, current and uh, current players and coaches, get their uh, update on really all things uh, life, not just the sport that they 
uh, participate in. And then some of our other sports are doing uh, podcasts as well. Uh, Bird Kuhn, our volleyball coach, along with All-American Holland Hands, has started a has-beens, is what they call it, podcast, where they will uh, bring in a current player or, in some cases, a former player and uh, just talk about uh, everything and really kind of a fun insight into the volleyball program. Those air basically weekly on our podcast. And then Aggie Soccer, G. Guerreri and David Ellis are continuing their podcast off the pitch. That is going on as well. And uh, some other sports looking to join in on the fun too. So uh, plenty of content on our podcast channel. Uh, again, 12thman.com slash podcast. You can search Texas A&M Athletics on your favorite podcast app and subscribe to the Studio 12 podcast today so you can have those uh, downloaded right to your phone. Uh, one final note before we close things out here, I want to congratulate uh, two Aggie greats. Uh, one uh, should be well, on, well locked into the NFL Hall of Fame uh, in a couple of years, one well on his way to the NFL Hall of Fame. Von Miller and Shane Leckler standouts from two different Aggie football decades, were named to the NFL's all-decade team for the 2010s. Uh, that came out a bit earlier this week. Vaughn, a unanimous pick uh, at linebacker for Texas A&M. Uh, what a career he's had with the Denver Broncos, of course. Shane Leckler bounced around a little bit, most recently with the Texans and uh, retired just recently as well. He is a got to be a no-doubt Hall of Famer. In fact, Shane... Uh, was on our podcast a week or two ago. I was telling you about the recall podcast that Will was doing. So congrats to Vaughn and Shane on their uh, nomination and selection to the NFL's all-decade team earlier this week. All right, that'll do it for us here on this edition of Studio 12. And again, on Friday, our first edition of Aggies in 60 right here. And uh, we're going to bring you some condensed broadcasts of some great Aggie games from the last year and maybe a little bit further back uh, than that. Uh, so that will be on Friday. Everyone enjoy the rest of your week. Stay safe. And we'll talk to you again next time with another edition of Studio 12 right here on The Zone.